Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, it's hour number three. Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. We go full buffet in the final hour, 800-919-3776. Whatever's on your mind in the world of sports, we'll talk with you about it as we talk about the things that we want to talk about, certainly as well. So, Bart, it's hour number three. It's Barton Han. What's that mean? AFC Player of the Week. It's the power hour, 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 hour. As they look at me like I'm crazy. I love the power hour, hour. Did they now? Did everybody stop? Because Bart on Wednesdays, everybody knows Bart is in Florham Park at the Jets facility. Does a lot of work in the morning before our show, and then they set him up there. And he has the whole staff that's there when he yells this. They all stop and the sour hour. So they all see you. One of these days. Oh, oh, speaking of Jared, if you're looking for it, here you go, right there. Look at him. He got got his Tim's on. He got his Uh, Tim's on right here. You know what I'm saying? mm -hmm. So he he ain't living it up. What up, Liv? He not living it up. What's that? That's like a. Let him know a, he's live a, on the air. Is that a rainbow scarf? Can, can you, <laughs> <laughs> just let you know. He got a rainbow scarf for Who is the player in the window, though, in that studio, in that office you're in? Who's that? Probably, look, if I was to tell, it looks like Curtis Martin. That's, is it 28? Bro, I can't the see him in the inside. Well, just look, show, move that chair out of the way and I can tell you. Huh? Move the chair out of the way and I can tell you. That's a two. All right, turn it, and that's an eight. That's Curtis Martin. So it wasn't that hard. That wasn't that difficult, How man. How can you see an eight? Where do you see an eight at? It's that's the, the football he holds it at the bottom. Yeah, and then there's a two. And then on the other side, there's an eight. That would be 28. That would be Curtis Martin. Okay, no, no, you can see everything. You're Barstadamus, and Barstadamus will make an appearance at the bottom of the hour. You want to stay tuned for that. See, but yeah, see this time. They thought I was doing something. That's why they all got scared. You're like, yo, what's he? He's like, you on the radio right now, son? Bart's losing his mind. So you crazy, man. But people it's time for the, the power, sour hour. power hour served up by Grand Marnier, made for those who live to step outside the box, who like to put a twist on the traditional and believe in a world that's not just good, but grand. And life is better with Juan Soto and pinstripes if you're a Yankees fan. Still waiting on, of course, Yoshi Yamamoto and see what happens yeah, he'll be in that sweepstakes. Although, I mean, I'd be shocked if the Dodgers don't get him. Shocked. Hold up. It's so set up. No, nah, you got to The understand. whole thing was set up. Now you pissed off the billionaire. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. he's going to up the, up the number now? He's going to tell Yoshi. Check, Yoshi, check this Yoshi. out. We, I'll give you a billion dollars. I'll give you a we'll billion defer. dollars, and it'll be all paid off by 2100 <laughs> <laughs> I love when you do 2100 2100 I'll tell you what. We're going to defer it to your grandchildren. We're exactly. going to make your grandchildren millionaire. What do you think of that? Yeah, your grandchildren don't I want have my to money work, now. Son. Who I else can do that now. for you, son? Then you got to pay sports, son. Huh? Give me this money. Paint flowers. Um, but anyways, uh, Soto Soto uh, talked to the Yankees media, New York media, yesterday, and the story with him, of course, is that is this a rental for the Yankees? He is a free agent at the end of this season. So one of the main questions, of course, is: Are you open to talking? It's, yeah. Try that again. Are you open to talking extension with the Yankees? He My said. priorities right now is just uh, get to know the team, get to know the guys, right? Uh, really. I'm uh, going to the team, to New York, to Tampa, whatever. Uh, whatever I'm going to meet those guys. Um, 
and try to get a really good relationship and try to really stick together, get to know those guys and push and try to get the same goal as they want. Um, you know, that's that's what my main thing is right now about uh, any contract stuff. Uh, they know who, where to call and who to talk to. I'm here just to play baseball and try to keep concentrated to play baseball. They know wait, who to wait, call. Wait, you know wait, who that wait, is. Wait, he speak English? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, I mean, damn. He's he's been in the majors since he's 19 years old. So Matumbo you know, like, been Matumbo been in the state Ma, since Ma, forever. He still can't talk. Ma, Matumbo. You don't know. Matum- you can't understand what the hell Matumbo's saying. You read, can- we breath can understand what Arnold Schwarzenegger's saying. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the accent that might get in the way. But it is funny how he said they know who to talk to. And that, of course, is Scott Boris. And he said it, too, when he mentioned Boris. He said, That's, he's my agent, and I leave it up to him. Whatever he thinks is right. And you know if Scott Boris is looking at it, he's saying, let's see how the season goes. Because if you start ripping it up and this team is on, on its way, we want to see how the fairy tale ends. So Soto was asked what a perfect season would look like for him. And a, and a perfect season is just winning a championship. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, but definitely, yeah, just come over, try to play uh, good ball, try to do my job, and try to help the team to win as much as we can. That, that's that's the mindset, and that, that's I think my positive. I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna bring energy every day. I think that's that's what I gotta bring to the table. Everybody knows about the numbers and everything, but I think my mind thing is just to bring the energy and give the, those guys a good vibe to to support each other and try to win a championship. I think the championship is going to matter more than anything he does statistically, if you ask me. He's already won a championship. so like Yes, he has. It's weird. He's a young guy in a veteran locker room where the, the veterans got to look up to him as far as how to get it done because they haven't been able to get it done. And he was great when the Nationals won. I mean, he was fantastic. This guy's won Silver Sluggers. This guy's won uh, – he's been an all-star. He's won a batting title. Uh, he, he's so like he he's done – Now is he not a best player? It's just like when A-Rod came over and took took uh, Jeter's spot. Interesting. Like, man, watch out, son. I'm better than you. Well, I don't – what you're talking about, son. It doesn't sound like he's got that kind of an attitude about him. But, but it's the truth. But how much better will he make Aaron Judge being in the lineup is the question, right? Like, how big of an impact is he going to have on Aaron Judge? And never mind, you know, that just pairing up with Aaron Judge was something, of course, that he talked extensively about and excitedly about just playing with Aaron Judge. Here it is here. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Uh, It's going to be really fun. I'm going to be more than excited to share the field with him. I mean, he seems a great guy. He was one of the guys that reached out to me whenever I got traded. It's going to be exciting, man. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really uh, fun to see him play, hitting and playing outfield. Try to pick his mind when I'm there and try to try to enjoy the moment while I'm there. Well, that's one thing Aaron Judge is way better than him, in, and that's playing in the outfield. And yeah. let's see if he can, you know, Aaron Judge can help him step his game up so he can be a better outfielder so he – doesn't have a future as a future DH, and that's what you're paying for. You know what I mean? So let's see. It. Let's see if that happens. But um, if I'm Manny Machado, I'm like, yo, you just played with Manny Machado, baby. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no upgrade. You know yeah, but you saw. Move, you saw that the, the Padres they had issues. Like there were a lot of stars in that in that room, and they had Tatis. They had problems with him. Machado was was calling everybody out. Like that, there was something weird going on in that clubhouse. So for Soto, you wonder like, cause this the Yankee clubhouse was a good one. That's the one thing about them; they they weren't a great team, but you could tell like that there was a good 
you know, they had their guys, obviously, right? Like the fans were mad at and stuff. But as far as a group goes, it's a pretty good group. And so he now comes into a situation that's going to, at least you think, seem a lot different than what he had in San Diego. Now, a lot of talk talking about what he can do in the lineup and everything else. A lot of talk about Yankee Stadium, the short ports, just being a lefty batter, a power bat. And so he was asked about his – he hasn't played a ton of games at Yankee Stadium, but as I told you, his OPS is off the charts. He's got a bunch of home runs. I think he's got four home runs in seven games. So he has had success, and so he was asked about Yankee Stadium and what it could do for his game. I think he's a great ballpark. Uh, he's a great batter's box. Uh, I'm going to lie. It feels great to stand out there. I feel comfortable to be there. I get the chance to get really good pitches in the strike zone and, and to do damage, and it's just the way it goes. I just try to do my job, try to concentrate, try to put the ball in play, and it just happens. Uh, I don't even try to hit a homers. I just try to hit low line drives to the middle and it's just the way it goes again. Now, hopefully they don't try to change everything he does. Now, one thing he yeah, also added, people. one thing he added, which I found very interesting, is he said, just because the short porch is there, I'm not going to just turn into a pull hitter. In fact, porch. most of his power is to left center. And so he said, I'm going to keep doing what I do. I'm not changing what I do because of the stadium. So, you know, like you would think... Like oh, you got every, he should pull everything and, and send everything out to that you know to the short three hundred feet and get easy home runs, and yeah. he's saying I'm not going to do that. And he, I actually think that's smart, Bart. He shouldn't change the way he plays. It's just when he does pull it, it's going to go. Well, he's doing damn good in the stadium, right? You said out of yeah. the times he's been there, he's he's right. cleared defenses. So listen, that's for girly mind. I don't need I don't need I don't need the. Uh, the training wheels on. I, I'll hit it out wherever it is. Don't <laughs> right, I can it. hit it out. It doesn't matter where it goes. Yeah. I can hit where, it out. Wherever I hit it. I yeah. think if I just pitch, man, <laughs> and if I get it, I ain't going to do damage. It's going to do damage. So never knew, never knew my dog spoke English, man. No, he did, yeah, and he actually very well. Almost, uh, and so how about, like, yeah. last but not least, of course, he's Dominican, so he'll be in New York where there's a, a large you know, Dominican uh, population that you see a lot of times at Yankee games. And for him, what uh, what he likes about being in New York? It's always good to see the family that I have there and come to visit sometimes. Uh, definitely just a great vibe, a great a great feeling to be playing in New York and in that stadium. The fans, uh, the crowd is, is just incredible. Even when they weren't cheering for me, they were really <laughs> booing me and everything. It, I, I really enjoyed my time there. It was, it was pretty cool for me and it was a great experience. So again, it's it, there's a lot here for him like to feel comfortable. Right? Like they're like it's set up for him to be comfortable. And now it's that, you know, because Bart, we've gone through this with Yankees. They've brought in guys who have been successful, and sometimes they're comfortable here, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes New York can eat them alive. So you wonder does he have a comfort zone with family, which he does have? He says he has some cousins and aunts and uncles that are, uh, that he's, that are from the Dominican that live here that he sees when he comes in to play the Yankees. Now he can see them all the time. So there's that on top of also the support of a community that wants to see him have success, on top of playing in a lineup where, you know, Aaron Judge is hitting right before him, and then you also have it's just it's the Yankees. So it's really set up for him to be successful, and now it's a matter of just seeing it seeing it work. And if it does, are the Yankees willing to pay as much as four hundred million dollars for a twenty three year old to keep him long term? I wonder if this is enough though. Because you don't Enough. get Yakamoto, and like maybe you pay him if you can't get Yakamoto, 
Yamamoto. Yamamoto, you pay him now or you pay him before you can if Yamamoto goes somewhere else. I just feel like maybe there hasn't talked about an extension with him because they're hoping they can get Yamamoto and that's going to cost more money up front. I actually think they want they both sides want to see how this works. You don't want to you don't want to lock into something long term if a he doesn't love it. Maybe he doesn't like it here. Whatever it is, maybe he feels is a better place for him somewhere else. If you Scott Boris, there's no way you take a contract now. No way. Because if he play if he goes think about it. If he wins a batting title, if he has a huge year, 35, 40 home run year, uh, the Yankee offense is is one of the best in the league. They go deep in the play. They don't even. I don't even think they have to win the World Series. I think if if the offense is humming and he and Judge are just a murderer's role, like a great duo in the league, and the Yankees get to even if it's just the ALCS, whatever it is, if he's part of why they're back to being what we expect the Yankees to be, I think that works out perfectly if you're Boris. I don't think you take money at all right now. I don't think you do it. I think you bet on this working out to almost force the Yankees to have to give him what his market value will be because they'd be too afraid to lose him. Hey man, you pay him hurt. now, you might get him at a discount. People getting, people getting hurt at the World Baseball Classic already. Well, that's the yeah, the Diaz story from last year was... Uh, was devastating, but I just I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't. If I'm Boris, I don't pay him. If I'm the Yankees, I want to see can he handle New York because we don't know. We have too much evidence of guys who have come in here and they have shriveled. They have not been able to handle it. So you need to see it yourself. Now, if it, by July he looks great, I might want to start having the conversation with Boris just to see where the numbers are at. But I'm not going to do it now. So for both sides, it's a, it's all right. Let's bring you in. Let's get you acclimated, and let's see how this thing goes. No pressure. Good, good, good feeling, Alan. Do the Padres get Yamamoto? Do the Padres does, get? Does, does the um, Yankees get Yamamoto? No. Who gets? Him? No. The Dodgers. Okay, give me a number two. If Dodgers don't get him, who gets? Giants. Him? Okay. I don't okay. think he comes. I don't think he comes East Coast. I think. I think. I think he's a, he's a Dodger because of Otani. And what Otani agreed to do, which had to do, it had to have a connection somehow, some way to that, right? So, yeah, so that it makes it more palpable for them to get Yamamoto as well. And now Otani and Yamamoto together become a, are you kidding me? A powerhouse of Japanese talent that so much Japanese money will go into the Dodgers, which if you're the Dodgers, you love this. So it makes sense. So and then I think the the Giants were all in on Otani. By the way, if I don't know if you saw the story, but they had they were ready to offer the same exact deal, mm. and they never had the chance to. So the money's going to be there for uh, Yamamoto as well. I just think for for him to come all the way to the East Coast, because I think Cohen will say there's no there's no price like there's no price I won't go to. Is a check just sign it? Yeah, literally. Like I think I think he I think this is a player because of his age and his talent. That you go all in on if you're if you're the Mets, I think the Yankees would blush. I think the Yankees would bow out at some point on this, because like the the Red Sox are in on it. I think it's a show. Toronto's in on it. I think it's a show. I think there are teams that are in on it as a show, right? Like to to like so their fan base sees we tried. Right. The Yankees, I think, are part of that. I think it's like a. I think Toronto. We're, we're, we're trying. Toronto, because Toronto was in with Shohei Tiny, so I think they're real. I don't know how in they were, man. 
probably that whole story million. was weird. They're probably 500 million. You know what I mean? Like 700. Ugh. That's such a risk. Like, bro, I got checking the holdings. <laughs> so, but again, like, if if he announces Dodgers, then your your rant from from the other day, I start to lean back towards you. That okay, now the league's got to go. Wait a second. So you did that so that you could then corner the market on these two guys, and now that does feel like there's something wrong about this. You bought them with a credit card. You buy now, pay later. Yeah, which which starts to kind of become. That 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 becomes something that very few franchises can do. Of course, everybody has the ability. Let me say, everybody can do it, but not everybody has the ability to do it. And that is that that again becomes an imbalance, and then in the competition. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, because then basically teams don't go to the places that like have the the, the small team that's trying to spend money because people complain that they don't spend money. No player take their money. Right. Nobody wants to be the t- person that's taking a chance. Nobody wants well, again, to be Mark Stoudemire. Nobody wants to be Mark Stoudemire. It's the NBA. It's the NBA. It's the same thing in the NBA. There are markets like that, you know, you'll go into the offseason and say, you know, this franchise has $40 million in cap space. And everybody knows doesn't mean anybody's going to take it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a reality. You could have all, you could have cap space, you could have flexibility, but all the stuff you want. But doesn't mean that they're going to go there, you know. This this I, I love the notion of. The, I saw this story. It was uh, actually Woj said this, and I love Woj, but him saying it, and I had to cringe because he said Therese Halliburton now has become such a star, and he is. And now the feeling in Indiana is that he can attract stars to the Pacers. Mm. And and I talked to NBA guys. Ain't nobody going there. Ain't nobody going there. Like nobody wants to play there. Now you'll get good players. But, you know, when you're saying attract a star, they, that's just this. not what they're doing. Right. They're just – look, look. James Harden was a star that went to different places. Did he ever go to a small market? No. He left a small market, never went back. He Philadelphia, now he's in L.A., he was in New York. Like, like he's not playing in small markets because they don't make that, that, that side hustle money. The sneaker deal money, you don't get a lot of money from sneaker deals when you're in a small market, not compared to when you play in New York or when you play in Philadelphia or Boston or L.A. or Miami or Dallas. That's a reality. So the notion that, oh, they'll attract them. So, so again, back to the baseball thing, you can have the, the ability to defer money, and we'll give you $400 million, we'll give you $500 million. Yeah, but I don't want to go there. I don't want to play there. So they'll go to a place that can do it and have other stars so we have a chance to win big. That's the difference with this whole thing. So it'll be interesting to say, if, if Yamamoto ends up with the Dodgers, that is going to cause such an uh, such an uproar. Hysteria. And now, of course, and then will the will the Dodgers then win, which is, of course, what has to happen when you invest Like we thought much. the Mets were going to win because they got Verlander and Scherzer. Yeah. yeah, and that blew up, and they did the smart thing by just getting out of it. All right, 800-919-3776. We'll get calls rolling. we got Bart Shadamas coming up. Make some predictions for us as well. K-Show, top of the hour. But first, Bart's got to tell us about BetMGM. Yeah, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that can be redeemed for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance. Plan a trip to Las Vegas. You can also convert those 
BetMGM points and MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM and GameSense reminds you to play responsibly and offers resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 years older to wager and physically present in New York only. New and existing customer offer all promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-HAPE. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I still might buy one of those solo stoves, though. You want to buy one? I mean, you got to admit, smokeless is actually a, it's a good way to go. But I, I, I am a little bit mad at, at Snoop. Little mad. If I see him in LA, I might have to tell him. We call it leading. Kind of mad at you about, about that one. Uh eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six the number. Let's uh let's grab a few calls and then we'll get a visit from Bart Stradamus, all right? So uh, let's go with uh Elliot and Comac. Elliot. Yeah, with, with what you were saying before uh, before about Woj and Tyrese Halliburton and the idea of him getting people to Indiana. Yeah. It's the best that LeBron in his early part of his career, could get to Cleveland was a beat up shack. Yeah. How is how is somebody how is Halliburton? With all due respect to Halliburton, is how is he going to do better than LeBron at getting people to a yeah. secondary Midwest city to play with him? It's it's a good point. Like they they had to trade for Shaq, and Shaq was really at the end at that point. Um, but you're right. Like it, it's that was why LeBron went to Miami in the first place. One of his reasons for wanting out was wanting to play with other stars and knowing that other stars were like, yeah, I don't want to play in Cleveland. It's cold. Man, that, it sucks in the winter there. And Indiana, it's the same thing. Same division. So, I, I, Elliot, look, it's, and I appreciate the call, but 
Woj says it because Tyrese Halliburton has woken up that franchise and given them a little bit of a, a, some juice. And he's a guy that's a pass-first player, so everybody loves playing with guys like that. But it, once again, the notion that all of a sudden you're going to get like Shea Gilgis Alexander's like, man, get me to Indiana. You know, where you're going to get, you know, players that are just suddenly going to want to play there. I, I I don't see that. They'll have to trade for a star if they want to upgrade and be, try to become a championship-level contender. But free agent-wise, no, it's not going to work out that way. Uh, let's go to John in Florida. What's up, John? John? All right, we'll keep John on hold. We go to Arsenio in the car. Arsenio! How? What's up, fellas? How are you? Good. How you doing? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. So when it comes to what you guys were talking about, the Dodgers, I mean, as a Mets fan, what really frustrates me, and I feel like probably most Yankee fans maybe feel that same way, how is it that this hasn't happened with our teams where they're deferring contracts to the end and we're pairing guys together? Like, well, Lindor. How has this not happened before? Well, they, yeah, they, they deferred some of Lindor's money, but not not at the level of this. This 680 out of 700 is yeah, unprecedented. This is extreme. This is extreme. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. And I'm, I don't and think anybody ever thought point, to do it, though. Like that, you just don't you don't think to do that because a lot of players want their money up front. Like again, he's lo- like he's losing money doing this. Technically. You get your money up front and you invest it. They paying him two hundred million dollars more than what they paying him two hundred million dollars more than what he thought he was going to get. So I'll wait a little extra longer to get an extra two hundred. I get it. I get it. I get it. But yeah, Arsenio, I just think I just don't think anybody really thought to do this because it just doesn't. If you're a player, it doesn't really make sense. Guys want their money up front. A lot of guys don't like deferring, but that much that's crazy. Thank you for the call, Arsenio. Joe in L.A. What's up, Joe? Hello? What's up, Joe? <laughs> Joe, you struggling, Joe from man. What's up, Joe? What's up? Guys, how you doing today? Bart, excellent show. Let me ask you something. Do you guys think Tommy DeVito has solidified himself as a starting quarterback or as a strong backup quarterback? A strong backup like uh, Gardner Minshew or Minshew or uh, Tyler Heineke, somebody like that. Do you think, think he's too small or too uh, too small no, for the I quarterback think, range? No, it's not that. I think the league – figures him out, and it's low expectations right now. He's playing free. But I wouldn't say, listen, it's hard to be a backup. And we saw it with Joshua Dobbs. You can come in and look good for a little bit, but eventually people start paying more attention to you, and you get the proper respect and the start, attention, right. and you realize yeah. what, what what you really are. They start going after your weaknesses. But I'll tell you, Joe, it's a good question to ask because what you watch is he's getting better year after year. I mean, we have to week after week, and you're like, you know, I mean, there's something here. Isn't there something here? Mike Tannenbaum told us that he looks at it as you'd want to lock him up and, and make sure he's a backup. I think you maybe found a backup. But all I say is this. Never mind what people like me think. Bart is a guy who played in the league for 11 years. His defense. His job was to know if a quarterback was a bum or was he good. So Bart can tell you what he sees – and I don't think it's disrespectful to say Gardner Minshew or, or, or you know, Taylor Heineke as yeah. something that could be his potential. But then I go to Brian Dable, who's his head coach. And Brian Dable is the guy that every time we in the New York media just start wanting to, you know, go crazy with the Tommy Cutlets and the family and the Sopranos references and having all this fun. He's the one guy. The head coach is the one going, guys, dial it down. Dial it down. It, it, uh, it's not what you think. 
Trust me. But the head coach can't say that out loud. He can't. Hey, uh, guys, he's not that good. So let's not make too much of this. He can't say that. So instead, he's just tamping down all this stuff because he knows this is getting a little out of control. So that's all you need to know if you have a question about Tommy DeVito and what he really is in the eyes of those who know what they're looking at. So when we need to see more than just what we're looking at, we need to see into the future. There's one place that we go who tells us what he sees, what the future lies, and that is, of course, Barstradamus. It's coming to an end, but let's have fun before we get to the finish line. Oh, week 15 in the NFL. Yes. It's going to be a doozy. Is it? But this is a New York edition. Okay. As New York hosts two of the best quarterbacks of the week. So, Barstradamus, brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. What first game week. are you? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm looking into my crystal ball. Oh, I'm seeing bikinis and butt cheeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, that's, sometimes oh. I lose my focus. Shake, shake, shake it up. Sometimes players lose their focus in South Beach. Oh, no. It is said that it's undefeated, but it will not be defeated this week as the Jets of New York traveled down to Miami. Oh, filet of fish. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. As the Dolphins slip into Sunday on a very, very short week. Oh, and one man has once said, who? The Jets. (laughs) Yes, the Jets. As the Tennessee Titans gave us the game plan. Keep away from the great offense of Miami. Oh, but there shall be no heroics from Tyreek Hill this week. As Sauce and Reed are two of the best in all the land. Last week, it was Zach Wilson that soared. Oh, and this week... It shall be the D-line of the New York Jets as the O-line of Miami is yet 60% short with injuries on their O-line. Oh, Tua's going to practice his jiu-jitsu this week as he's going to fall and fall often. I see the Jets 24, the Miami Dolphins 20. So it is said, and so it shall be. Twenty? How are they going to get twenty-four points? Okay, Barshadamus. It's true. Do you have any other predictions for us? Oh yes, the sanity is real. The cutlet sanity, as the NFC champion continues his success. It's going to be a very, very special week. Tommy DeVito's going to win on the field. Oh, and off the field. Put the sock on the door, Mom. I'm not coming out. As he moves out. Because now he's a man. Yes. We got 
French cutlet po' boys for everybody. French cutlet po' boys. Oh, yes. And beignets for the plane. Mm. One per person day ball. Let's you got Goomba Gumbo. Ourselves. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, indeedy. Oh, it's the G-Man. Reign supreme. Before reality strikes. One week later. Philly and the Rams in oh. Philly again as those two teams have much, much to play for. This is essentially a playoff run for the G-Man of New York as they beat the Packers of Green Bay oh, don't, no, don't, don't. by kicking a oblong ball yes, that's been played out. through a big H. Yes. And they shall win again this week. Oh, before the bottom falls out, Monsarella. <laughs> There's no end. Just so so you know. it is said. So it shall be. So it shall be. That's Bart Stradamus brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, go see Dr. Jay Shaw. A, he's, not even a, he's not even just a board-certified pain hey, specialist. Double, double, triple. Double? Double, double board. They went and got another board. They're like, all right, who cares what these people say? What do you think? And they're like, nah, we agree with them. It's All double right, double that board one. certified. That means he quadro. Well, no, it's double. He doubled but that's double? Right. Doubled. Okay. Yeah. Visit okay. SamwellPaint.com today. <laughs> we'll finish up with calls at 800-919-3776. We have uh, a Knicks uh, jazz game tonight here in Salt Lake City. I'm in Salt Lake City, by the mm. way. And the Knicks skiing? and the jazz play tonight. No. I have a game. To, I have to, when I'm done with this, I got to go now and then prepare for the game tonight. You don't have no fun on the road. No, I, I, I can't today. Today was work day. Maybe tomorrow in Phoenix. Maybe a little bit. A little bit of fun. L.A., it's a weekend. I don't have to work. It'll be a lot of fun. So we'll get to calls. We'll talk a little bit about the Knicks and the Jazz tonight, what to expect on this road trip and everything else. Your calls at 800-919-3776. K-Show, top of the hour. And calling all you New York Knicks fans. Knicks Wednesdays on DoorDash are here. That means you can cheer on the Knicks against the Jazz from home with 50% off all the snacks and supplies you and your squad need. That's 50%. Just use code GONICKS from 4 p.m. to midnight on any order, $30 or more. You can save up to $20 off your order. That's Knicks Wednesdays on DoorDash using code GONICKS. Terms apply, valid only 4 p.m. to 11.59 p.m. DoorDash, official partner of the Knicks. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Is it next week we do this starting Monday? Mariah Carey? No, we're not. Right? I think all I want for Christmas is you. Is like we open the show with that song. Donny Hathaway. Starting Monday. Donnie all right. Well, so we, we can't do it this week. We're going to still back off a little, although we're, we are playing Christmas time in Hollis. But but that's it though, right? It's still too early, or is it not too early? We're about what, almost halfway there. We're, when, we, when you get to like ten days, that's when you go walk a flock. Well, I mean, okay. honestly, you could that's go the two Friday. week span. It's been so many Christmas songs, so many renditions. I feel like why not? I mean, in my house, my wife is she's got Christmas music playing twenty four seven now. Okay, so Jake, Jake made his executive decision. He Since said that you'll come Monday, it's on and popping. All right, so Jake, Jake is the one who's calling it. 
Oh, yeah. So Monday, it's on and popping. Fair enough. Uh, Bart, uh, tonight's a big night for you at Piston. Yeah, we go for history, baby. You know Not saying? history yet. We're going for history. Not history yet, but still, it's an even number. You host the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. No doubt. And uh, have lost. You've lost, I mean, 20. Man, 20. That's so what. So, so, when we, so when we win one, y'all going to get off our case That's and go to the Spurs? It's a lot of games. Y'all ain't saying that with Spurs. It's a lot of games, man. The Spurs lost losing. almost as many. So what you talking about? And y'all got them on TV. Y'all got them on TV every damn week. Y'all got them on TV every damn week. But y'all don't uh, say nothing about them. So we, were talking about Z- we were talking about Zion Williamson at the start of the show, right? Zion, the whole thing there. They play at Washington, which is barely an NBA team right now. You talk about a bad team. <laughs> and uh, Zion Jordan is listed as questionable up, with a ankle sprain. So, again, availability. Um, the Knicks play tonight in Utah. I'm here with the team. I'm on the call with Mike Breen. This is like, again, like fantasy camp for me. It's a great experience, a lot of fun. I love being able to do these things, so it's going to be great. Um, so anybody, if you're going to watch the game, that's going to be me with Mike Breen. Um, but the Knicks, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, I'm looking at the injury report. Emmanuel Quickly is listed as questionable, still has this right knee inflammation. So, you know, he missed the game against the Raptors. He's questionable again for tonight cause for concern yes the jazz have all kinds of issues they're bad they've lost five of six they've lost the double digits in five in, in, in uh the five games that they've lost they've just, just well, really Lord, not a good team hurt. marketing's hurt man. marketing yeah but marketing has been out but now he's listed as probable for tonight he does mm-hmm. have a left hamstring strain but he's probably walker kessler the really good young center that they have he's been out too he's also probable so you, they're going to get those guys back, but no, no Jordan Clarkson for them, who's a great scorer off the bench. No John Collins for them. You know, there it's tonight's a must win for the Knicks. It's a must win because here's why I say it: the Jazz are a losing team. They're not a good team. They're struggling going through it. Right? The Knicks have to win this game because the the next ten games are against teams with a winning record and teams that have some of the best offenses in the NBA. You're playing uh, like, Mitchell like Rod- without Mitchell Robinson. Talk and, about tough offensive oh, rebounds. It, it gets a lot harder. You're right. So that's what makes this a must win. you got to beat teams you're supposed to beat, and this is the team you're supposed to beat. Win this game because the Suns are coming Friday, and they're going to have their big three ready to go. KD's going to play. Mm. Beal's already back. Booker's playing. That's the first look we'll have at that. Mm. The Clippers are playing a lot better. That's Saturday night. Back-to-back. Tough. And then you finish the trip staying in L.A., third game in four nights against the Lakers, who raised the in-season tournament championship banner. Do they get bonuses for that? Uh, yeah, they do. Five, $500,000. $500, I'm talking about in their contract. Like, yo, I won a championship. I That's need. it for the Power Hour served up by Grand Marnier. Visit GrandMarnier.com to learn how to take your cocktails from ordinary to extraordinary. Live grand, drink with style, and always drink responsibly. Again, I'm on the call tonight on MSG with Mike Breen. Say hi if you're watching. Bart, see you tomorrow. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 